mm-hmm. for somebody who's newly diagnosed, there's a lot to take in, right? They, oh, yeah. You know, they, they're trying to figure out how they're getting their funding for ABA. They're trying to figure out what's going on with my child. A lot of times they go to the typical pediatrician who kind of poo-poos and says it's autism. Sure. What, what can you say to those newly diagnosed parents? How do they need to start to look at all these issues that you just talked about? Well, you know, as Lao Tzu says, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a step. So you, you can't be paralyzed and not move forward. Certainly there is a lot of um, belief in mainstream medicine that none of this has any bearing. Um, and I, I, I absolutely don't agree with that. But um, a good starting point for someone who's got a child on the spectrum is, is quite honestly to deal with problematic symptoms first. Um, there are some things that uh, with your child that stand out for you. The fact that your child has unformed stools and has not had a formed stool in a couple of years is a great place to begin by dealing with gastrointestinal health. Um, and if there's a behavioral problem uh, where there's aggression or violence or um, self-injurious behavior, again, problematic places, problems are solved um, where they are, not someplace else most of the time. And what um, if- what about the patient who has, I'm sure you've seen a lot of these families that come to you, they've seen every specialist over a period of several years, no progress, and they maybe are even listening today and they didn't realize there were options. What advice do you have for them? Well, you know, families who've seen um, lots of doctors, I, I tend to wind up getting a lot of patients after they have uh, had what they experience as failures elsewhere. So it's an area that I'm very familiar with. Um, Oftentimes, um, I wouldn't even say a less experienced clinician because we're all capable of of making these kinds of um, errors is that, you know, we get stuck in a rut with a particular treatment. Like this happens where there is a problem. Let's just say where there's a a kid who's got chronic GI problems and they've seen three, you know, world-renowned specialists in gastrointestinal issues with autism. A lot of times, everything else, every other type of intervention gets halted while waiting for, for example, the gut to heal. And sometimes just the opposite of what I was saying before is that problems sometimes can be solved not at the level where they're occurring. So a problem with the gut could be dealt with by dealing with something outside of the intestinal pathway. And um, I think that that's important to look at things differently. And sometimes that's where a fresh set of eyes can make a big difference. Um, another thing that happens for families is they have a, a series of strange and abnormal laboratory values and that that is so overwhelming that they become paralyzed by it. Um, so they're either being dictated by the symptoms that they have or the lab values that they have to the extent that they either focus absolutely on those things or that they skip over them and just don't do anything as a result of it. I think that when I see families who've been around the block, that it's important to make sure that things that were considered to be treatment failures were actually true treatment failures. A lot of times in medicine, um, there's an attempt made to use a particular treatment and that treatment is never fulfilled, right? Like in, in the realm of standard medicine or standard psychiatry, someone will make an attempt at Zoloft and Zoloft will have only been tried at 50 milligrams and then they move on to another medication. So even in the realm that we're in where we're using a lot of different types of interventions. It's making sure that the interventions that have been done have been done correctly and to the fullest extent before we consider them to be uh, finished.